Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Brendan Escott bringing you home on this Thursday. Game day edition of Oilers Now. Joined alongside uh, by Reed Wilkins here. Bob, of course, jumping on the bus to head down to the rink. Hotel a half an hour away from the hockey rink. Kind of surprised by that, but uh, they are in Florida after all. I don't imagine there is much to complain about. So I'll tell you this. Text us on a Heartland Ford text line at 630-630. If you've got a grievance to air, if you want to be the 400,000th person to talk about Lucic on the text line, now is the time to do it. 630-630. But I see Reed as... Ready to go here now. So, Reed, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks a lot for having me in, Brendan. we got the uh, game coming up at 5. Face-off show will be at 3.30. I know a lot of discussion about Lucic and uh, the discipline and uh, the, the play on Joseph. Darcy Hortachuk is going to join us on the face-off show, former Oiler, who I'm sure will be uh, uh, have some strong comments on that. I, I heard uh, Brian Burke driving in. He's always, always excellent. The thing I like about Burke is... Even if you don't agree with him, he's always able to explain the thought process behind something. And, and he sort of enlightens you and, and sometimes presents angles that maybe you didn't see or goes a little in-depth. Uh, I remember when I filled in for Bob uh, a few weeks ago and Burke was on and he took us into the, into the room. What happens during a hearing? You know what? What evidence is offered? Who who will say what? What what goes in? What goes into those? So I, I really enjoy hearing him. I got to say this about Lucic. This might be the most popular he's been in an oiler since the day he was signed. <laughs> I don't it, disagree. It's uh. It, and I, I look. I know it's not everybody, and ultimately. You know, the the great thing about doing these shows is you get to hear from a lot of people, but I'm not going to claim that we hear from everybody. But I know on Inside Sports last night, it was about 95% saying, good for Lucic, should have hit him harder, worth the fine, give him a standing ovation when the Oilers are back home Sunday and Tuesday. The thing for him is let's let's get some points. Let's, I mean, there's, uh, there's here's the thing. I, I realize the game of hockey has changed and there's less fighting and there's you know there's even less body checking which is to, that disappoints me more than the lack of fighting is I, I sort of miss games where there was some more bone crunching and the game's still very physical and you have to be tough but the physicality i think is more on that over top of the puck and, and and never you know never let a guy get out of the corner clean there there are fewer sort of i mean they've taken the the open ice hit is virtually been taken out of the game because players are so afraid to hit a guy and even the nice board rattling hits you don't see a lot of anymore um but in but 
I think as long as hockey exists, intimidation is going to be a part of it in at least some form. And I know one texter wrote in last night and said, Lucic is worth $6 million just to make sure no other team has him. <laughs> Which was kind of an interesting interesting way to put it. But, I, you know, I think... Burke summed it up well. You know, it was it, it was it was fair. He he did what he had to in the moment. It didn't look great. Uh, you know, Kelly Rudy said on Inside Sports last night. I mean, he did stalk the kid. He basically went out there looking to do something. So you, you got to give him some punishment. But they they said, okay, he's not actually going to come out of the lineup. And I feel like I don't want to beat the dead horse here because we've been talking about this for two days now. But the amount of restraint that he showed, uh, Joseph's a young kid, so that adds a whole different, you know, complex into this. He's playing at the NHL level, but you don't want to see somebody, you know, who's known for being a rough and tumble, intimidating kind of guy going after, a, what, a 19 or 20 year old kid. Well, right. I mean, it looks, yeah, you're right. I mean, it was, uh, I mean, it doesn't look great, uh, obviously. Um, but I mean, he didn't. You know, I, I've always been very hard on players who do something against an unsuspecting opponent, or do something coming up from behind a guy. Uh, you know, or or when a guy's defenseless, taking advantage of that. I mean, Luch cuffed him. I mean, I, this is how I said it last night. It looked like how you slap one dog when he's putting his nose in the other dog's dish while they're trying to have supper. <laughs> Just a reminder, like, stay in your own dish, buddy. I mean, you don't you don't give the dog away or, or lock him in the basement, but you, you got to give him a little rap on the nose, and I think that's what that was. Well, let me ask you this then. Did the league make a dog's breakfast out of the fact that <laughs> if Giddy Malkin didn't get any sort of supplemental discipline for that play on TJ Oshie last well, night, what was your take? Okay, this is another this is a, another thing that's going on too. I don't think I mean that one happened pretty fast. So and and the prob the, the beauty and the problem of Every game being on television and all the cameras that are on it and the ability to slow it down from every angle gives the viewer an experience that just keeps getting better year after year. And we all watch on big screens in our houses or we can get instant highlights on our phones and it's great. It's a complete transformation in my lifetime about how you can consume sports. So that's great. So that hit happens and I just watched it again before we came on just to refresh it. You know, so the hit happens. There's immediately four replays slowed down to like the slowest possible speed, and it makes it look worse than it is. And you can totally analyze okay, what mm-hmm. part of his jersey contacted what part of Oshi's body first? If it was initially the head, that that's that's really bad. And look, Oshi's coming across to deliver a body check. These two teams play each other a lot. They hate each other a lot. I know Oshie wasn't there at the kind of beginning of the the Pittsburgh-Washington rivalry, but he's become a key player in it since. Uh, I mean, Malkin's thinking, okay, this guy's going to drill me. To heck with him. I got to get my shoulder up. I got to get in his way. Look, was it it interference? Well, probably, because Malkin had dropped the puck off. Um, But I I don't view that. Now, here's the thing. Of course he's going to get penalized because it looks bad. A guy goes down, and I think referees are at the point, and I'm going to bring this back to Lucic and the Oilers, I really think referees are at the point where if they see a guy shaken up, 
they think they better call a penalty. Because, oh my God, if this goes to slow-mo replay and it's head contact first and I didn't call a penalty, I, I, now I'm going to get in trouble. So at least if I call a penalty, I got my bases covered. And if it turned out to be not that bad, well, then I just say, hey, at full speed, it looked bad. And what happened with in Winnipeg with Lucic and Ben Sherratt? Lucic delivers a perfect body check, in my mind. He glides into the corner. He puts himself in good position. His upper arm goes into the upper arm and shoulder of Sherratt, and he hits him. And Sherratt hits the ice, and you could see the ref watching it. Oh, he's down. Oh, he's not getting up right away. Okay, there's your charging penalty. So, so and, and that's part of my, my l- lament, <laughs> for lack of a better term. It is the lamentation. The lamentation of the lack of body checking, but so that's that's where I come from. From that, it, it's now any any hard body check or hard collision is going to be analyzed and quite frankly overanalyzed and slowed down and and picked apart because mm-hmm. like oh did he hit the head? Did he hit the head? The same way that I've heard this said before about the game of baseball, um, in the sense that when you put the strike zone in there on the TV broadcast. All you can do is make the umps look stupid. Exactly. That's all you can do. Exactly. And you get everybody at home thinking they've got this incredible insight <laughs> right. into balls and strikes, but the guy behind the plate doesn't have that benefit, similar to the referees. Now, I'll ask you this quickly too, Reed. You've got Malkin at six foot four. You've got Lucic at, you know, a big physical presence, six three or six four. Are guys penalized in this league in today's day and age? Because you see the success of smaller guys like Point, Goudreau. Mm-hmm. Are you penalized for simply being a big body out there? Uh, I think sometimes, yes. And I think it's happened to Lucic this season. The hit on Sherratt, the... Um Oh, which game was it? He gave the he, he gave the guy a bit of a shove behind the net, but the guy actually toe-picked and fell down. Was that against Washington, the home game here? I can't remember. Uh, and there was another penalty, I think, when Nashville was here where he kind of just overpowered a guy yeah. and wound up getting a penalty. Uh, yeah, I think, no, look, size is always valuable. Power is always valuable. And there's, I'm not saying it gets called every time. But, yeah, I do think there are times because big players are sometimes just going to knock people over. And then it goes back to the referee's fear of, uh-oh, what if this guy's concussed and I didn't got to call a penalty or something really bad comes out of it. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's... It's hard to be, maybe it's not hard, but there are some challenges now around being a big, aggressive player. So well, let's let's quickly rehash the lineup here because there's one really interesting part of this. Uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins playing with McDavid and Ratty, that top line together. Uh, Reader, Drysidle, Chase on back in the lineup. Uh, somebody texted in asking us why he wasn't in the lineup in the previous game. He was a little bit nicked up after Washington. Sorry, correct? who was that? Alex Chase on. Oh yeah, he wasn't scratched because of poor play. Obviously, they weren't going to take him out given the hot stick he's had. Right. So third line then is Lucic, Strom, Kajula. And fourth line is uh, Puyarvi on the left wing with Brodziak and Cassian. What are your thoughts of Puyarvi? He gets in the lineup, but he's on the fourth line. Well, I guess first of all, I, they're taken care out. I suppose he hasn't scored in a while, and so he comes out. I, I ju- I'm just ready for Puyarvi to go to the AHL and just play and get him away. I mean, not. I mean, obviously, Oilers fans are still going to follow him in Bakersfield, but I don't think as many people will follow him to the same extent. I, I'm just ready for him to go to Bakersfield. I, I think it's going to be hard for him to be productive on that line again. And the thing with Puliarvi is he hasn't really 
there's no part of his game where you're saying, well, he's young and he's learning, but at least he does that well. I mean, I kind of look at his game right now and say he's he's struggling in a lot of different areas. And and I and I realize Yamamoto's young and is struggling in some areas as well, but he's checked a little better than Puliyarvi. He's drawn a few more penalties, and he can and he kills penalties occasionally. I, I don't think Puliyarvi is going to be put on the on the PK tonight. So, um, you know, I've 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 been critical of the kid, but I I also do feel bad for him because I I don't think that the skill set they're trying to bring out of him is going to all of a sudden expose itself playing on that fourth line. On the left wing, no less. So now not only are you tinkering with where he is in the lineup, but now you're putting him on his off wing and giving him yet another thing to think about rather than just going out there and being the best hockey player for this team. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, he's obviously played on the right side, and he's he's not playing. I mean, Cassian's fast, and Brodziak's a good sort of all-round pro who's a, who's a, who's a dogged player, but there's not a lot of... Creativity. I mean, when they when they have scored, they've they've got the puck to the net, and you know, Cassian was able to bang in a rebound. Brodziak sniped a couple against Detroit, but yeah, it's I, I just he's not in a, in a great position to shine there. I mean, I thought even when he was on the third line with Lucic at at Strom, I thought okay, at least there are some guys there with some some offensive instincts that that maybe he can help or gel with. I know it never really came along to that extent, but that's a that's a tough spot for him going in on the fourth line. Are you sticking around uh, right through the bottom of the hour if, here? If or? you'd like me to, yes. I uh, may as well keep the conversation. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Going, uh, keep the text come in as well at 630-630 on the Heartline Ford. Text line will be back in a couple of minutes here on Oilers Now. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Thanks, Connor. It's actually Brendan Escott driving you home here on this game day Thursday. Oilers Panthers face-off show on 6:30. Ched at 3:30, so not long to wait after we're done here. And then puck drop, of course, at 5 p.m. I'm joined by Reed Wilkins here to finish things off. And before we get to a couple text reader, I gotta tell the people about Royal Pizza, pizza, pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. For menu and locations, visit RoyalPizza.ca or Download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. I do not have an Escott recommendation yet. What is the Wilkins recommendation? Well, the Meat Lovers is quite good. I'll actually agree with Bob on that one. All right, all right. So, <laughs> before we get serious here, somebody texted in, a G texted in on Edmonton asking, if you hit dogs... No, I do not routinely go around hitting dogs. Do you own sorry a dog if I, if I'm sorry if I upset 
uh, dog lovers with my analogy about Lucic and Joseph. I myself am a dog lover. <laughs> All right. So Tom has texted us out of Edmonton. He says, I'm a big fan of JP, and I believe he has a ton of skill, but he plays too soft. Could this be a learning stint to toughen up his game down on the fourth line? Uh, I don't know. Here's another theory. TBA. <laughs> Uh, we've got uh, Tim from Calgary, Texas. He says, Brendan, JP is uh, in tonight to give him one last game before sending him to Bakersfield. I think that's actually probably what's going to happen. It's been a long time coming, if that's the case. And I think that a lot of people here would say that. I'm curious how the experiment goes. I think it's a dart throw by McClellan to give him that one last uh, that one Well, last and, maybe, and maybe they're trying to give Kara a little kick in the butt, too. What what has been the biggest difference in Kara's game that you've noticed this year? Because it's been a significant drop off. Uh, well, I mean, he got to, he got to play more on the third line last season. He got to play more with Strom, so he had a few more offensive chances. He's not getting his uh, shot away this year either. Not that he gets a lot of shots away. He has a decent wrist shot, but mm-hmm. he but he hasn't been able to fire it this year. All right, we're going to move now to this day in Oilers history. It's brought to you by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years, much longer than I've even been on this earth. Book your winter group vacation package with New West Travel and receive free parking at Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. Go online at newwesttravel.com for all your vacation dreams. On this day in 1985, reader, the Oilers annihilate the Vancouver Canucks 13 to nothing at Northlands Coliseum. That brought their record to 11-2-1 on the season. That is in, it's tied for a franchise record single-game goal-scoring total. That's a good one. That yeah, is a good one. Every now and again, we get one out of the... Didn't uh, they get 13 against the Devils? Wasn't that the other time they got 13? That is. That's coming up a little later in the Gretzky month. Gretzky made the... Oh, wow, you're planning ahead oh, yeah. with this day in order's history. Good for you. So... Let's uh, let's just briefly touch on what the Panthers have going. They're uh, they're the cellar dwellers in the NHL right yep. now. Haven't with only, played many games though. Only nine points, but you're right. Now the difference between their trip overseas and the Oilers' trip overseas is that they had a lot of time off to recover afterwards. What do you expect to see out of that group that features a lot of young talent? Uh, well, uh, yeah, they got some interesting guys to watch. Barkov and uh, Trocheck are obviously really good. A few other guys too. Luongo's back in net. So that should help them. I, I think for them, after those... I mean, there's always that fine line in the NHL, right? You want rest, but you don't want too much of it. So they haven't played in a few days. And I, I wonder if in this case, it's going to take them a while to, to really get rolling because they haven't been in that game intensity for a few days. And the Oilers have been falling behind early the last couple of games so I look for maybe an opportunity here for the Oilers to maybe really get the jump on the Panthers if they're a little sleepy out of the gate. Panthers 0-3-1 at home on the season. The Oilers have not lost a game in Sunrise, Florida in uh, a long time. I believe it goes back to 1998 or something ridiculous like that. So that's the storyline tonight. 3.30 the face-off show. Puck drop at 5 p.m. Tomorrow on Oilers Now. Elliot Friedman. We have the beloved Curtis Joseph who's going to talk about his memoir and Gabe Polsky, filmmaker on the new Wayne Gretzky movie that debuts in Edmonton tomorrow night. He will be on the show to talk about the production of that. Up next, guys, a news, weather, and traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. So long. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon 
on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.